0: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand.
1: What are you thinking? What
0: are you thinking about? The twins, of course. It's Five Twins Thoughts. Five. With Derek Wetmore. Hey, everybody. Welcome in to Five Thoughts on Score North. The column is so good it couldn't be kept to the written word. And uh, you might notice that this audio version of Five Thoughts sounds a little different than it usually does. That's because me and Derek Wetmore, our twins reporter, and you find his work at ScoreNorth.com. Are at Target Field? Yes, we on are. Friday, April
1: 26th for La Tortuga Day, taking in Twins and Orioles. Derek, La Tortuga night, indeed. He was not in the starting lineup, Rami. Not to spoil the show or anything like that. Uh huh. This is going to be five thoughts about La Tortuga night, yes. unapologetically. Yes. Uh, he was not in the starting lineup as we sit here in section 232. I do see that man standing out on the field, and we can get to all that.
0: He uh, he got in there, and he got himself a single, Derek Wetmore. Let's make that our first thought. thought what La Tortuga one. did, I'm assuming that's going to be his only at-bat because the Twins currently lead 6-1. to one. Well, you'd hope. You would yeah. hope yeah. that that's his last at-bat. La Tortuga didn't get the start, and that bothered me a little bit, oh. purely selfishly. Yes. I, know that, I know they were doing what they thought was right in terms of baseball sense, but... Okay. And I wouldn't have any, a problem with it whatsoever if I wasn't going to the game, Derek. Right. But I came to the game. <laughs> right, 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 And uh, he wasn't in the starting lineup, so that yeah. took me
1: off a little bit. Well, how much did you pay for the T-shirt? I didn't pay anything oh, for the okay. T-shirt. okay, all right, just Nothing. making sure.
0: It's $39. Yeah. I'm just making sure. Should, Should be... that be thought number two? The
1: thought 30, number two. How, how expensive the La Tortuga T-shirt was? Hey, thought number two is... A $39 shirt worth it? I don't know. You'll have to ask all of the people that did buy it. Now, there were special ticket packages yes. that came with the shirt. Yes. Guarantee there were people that dropped 40 to get the shirt. Good for the twins. This is my hot take. Good for the twins for setting the market exactly where it needed to be. <laughs> Set Is that the, where it needed to be? Set the price according to the terms people will pay. I'm going to go as high as $25. <laughs> okay, I'm
0: not right. Okay, not paying $39 for a t-shirt. That's okay. just out of my price range.
1: Uh, before we do motor past, thought number one, I did get a little smoke on Twitter from people who were very upset Acidia was not in the starting lineup. And l- I-, I understand, but yes. I also think we have to divide. We have to separate this like... I don't want it to become a gimmick. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I think he's a, legitimately a good baseball player. But of their three catchers, he is third. So I'm not offended in the least but he's that Mitch not just Garver a
0: catcher. Don't sell my guy. Sure, well, he's sure. But where's who, who are
1: you going to bench tonight? Let's just look around the diamond.
0: I mean, he could have played third. Yeah, do we have okay. to have Marwin Gonzalez isn't tearing the cover off the ball. Gonzalez. I like Marwin Gonzalez. He's sure. a good baseball player. But OK, is he playing any better than than
1: Lato Tortuga right now? That's a fair point, I although I'll so. take the glove. Sure. Yeah. OK.
0: I mean, like I said, I'm sure when they went through their analytics and everything yes. that goes into putting out, putting out a lineup on a given day. They, they made what they thought was the best baseball choice, and 99% of the time I support that. This right. 1% when you're here. I'm at Target Field. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Play the man.
1: <laughs> well, okay. I totally Rocco
0: deli get... should have called me is what I'm saying. I get where Just we're going with this. I was coming this. to the game.
1: I think what they did, the, their pregame analytics was, oh, Alex Cobb is starting on the other side. All right, well, <laughs> whichever way, whatever floats your boat. That's how it worked out. I don't think, think, think there's a lot of thought. back to back home runs. <laughs> yeah.
0: Thought number three. I was just going to say that. Number three, tell people your your theory about back-to-back-to-back home runs. Oh, yeah. Okay. What they
1: actually are. So on Friday night at Uh Target Field, La Tortuga night, Nelson Cruz goes deep. Then Eddie Rosario follows him up, goes deep. Back-to-back jacks, you could say. Yeah. Following them up, C.J. Crone goes yard to left field. Back-to-back-to-back jacks, to which I would say somebody asked what's the actual definition of back-to-back do you count two back-to-backs in there and I would say yes like irrefutably there are two different sequences of back-to-back home runs in that case so I joked that that Rosario and Crone hit the first back-to-back home runs for the Twins since Cruz and Rosario 45 seconds earlier it was a good inning for the Twins so are
0: you saying that it shouldn't
1: be called back-to-back-to-back? To back to back? No, that's fine. That's oh, okay. It's that, All right. too. All right. But I caught smoke in the press box because so, people were saying that, no, you can't count that as two different back-to-back sequences. And I say phooey. Yes, you can. <laughs> of course you can because it's a semantical argument, but that is what... I. That's exactly what happened. It was back-to-back and another back-to-back. I mean... One just happened to be at the back end of one, in the front. When end you were next. having
0: when you were having this debate in the press box, somebody said to Patrick Royce, "He does have a point, and Patrick Royce's uh, rebuttal was, "Yeah, a, a crappy one," and he didn't say crappy. He, didn't say he said crappy. he had a cra- yeah,
1: a crappy one. <laughs> the windows were closed, so you can say whatever you want <laughs> in the press box.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, Pat, Pat. Th-
1: Pat's just stirring the pot. That's fine. <laughs> He's. You know what? Pat was offended that you were offended that Lotrotooga did not start on his own night. That's yeah. target field. I would be too. I'm going to th- Look, my
0: stance is not sensical. It's not reasonable. It's not logical. Right, right okay. As long as we know that. It's the opposite of put a roof on it. This is
1: <laughs> You mean there's no logic to it? it right,
0: exactly. Hold any bearing it's out of pure selfishness. That's I amazing. wanted the man in the lineup.
1: Yeah, it would have been fun to see, but as we were sitting up here, we recorded a quick little Beyond the Score video for At Score North on Twitter, and there was a there was a, a moment right after we got done recording Rami the the video, and we won't dive into this on the podcast. We gave our review of the La Tortuga Torta. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will not spoil anything. I will just say that that video is posted at Score North on Twitter, and you can hear what Rami thought. His unedited. It was an honest review. It was it. It was very straightforward. Yes, I don't think you held anything back. No, in reviewing the torta. No, named after La Tortuga. La Tortuga. Right after we got done recording the video, we're sitting up in the second level. Actually, just to the about three sections to the right, to that catch bar out in center field in the new living wall. Yeah. Well, there's a little bit of a buzz in the stadium all of a sudden, and I thought. I mean it was a it was a solid video, but I don't know it's worthy of a standing ovation and like a round of applause. I mean I just that's the kind of reaction I get when what I, I'm out and about, Derek. What, what I realize before you get too haughty I'll poke your balloon. <laughs> The people that are here and however many thousand of people are here were getting excited because none other than Williams Astadillo was walking up to pinch hit and of course O two pinch hit single. Williams Astadillo reaches base on a day that Rocco tried to keep him off of the off of the field.
0: All he does is hit baseballs, Derek Wetmore. He All he been, does is hit baseballs. Should have been in
1: the starting lineup.
0: Should have been in the starting lineup. Do you have Line a thought three. number four? Thought number four. Uh what were we gonna do for thought number four? I don't even I don't remember. Well our
1: Our (laughs) pre-show prep meeting was abbreviated. Oh, thought number four. I do remember what I wanted to do for a thought number four.
0: Perfect. Um, People kept telling me as I got the hashtag put a roof on it movement going. Yeah. Just wait, Rami. Wait till you're out there for a game. And it's nice. And you see that skyline with the sun setting. You'll change your mind. It's nice out here, Derek. I mean, it's a little colder now, but it was nice out here earlier. It was. Sun was setting. skyline was in its all all, in all its glory beautiful day beautiful beautiful skyline great view um i still want to put a roof on it hashtag put a roof on it it has not changed my mind whatsoever because um it's 2019 and we have these things called retractable roofs so you could have the skyline and all your beautiful views and all you architecture buffs could be satisfied and still get 81 games of baseball as scheduled in good conditions. And everything great that comes with that, including the revenue. So I did yeah. not change my mind about hashtag put a roof on it. I'll okay. continue annoying you people with my tweets.
1: Okay, well, keep in mind it's April, yes. and uh, July is different. Oh, it's going to get
0: nicer, obviously. Yeah. 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 That's all I'm going to say. Right. Well,
1: you know, Chicago, right. Milwaukee, it's beautiful in June, July, August. Yeah, So absolutely. all right. Absolutely. But I, I,
0: I won't, again... You can have the option of closed roof and opened roof now in June, in July, in August, in September, and, God willing, in October. Yeah,
1: that's right. When the weather can get pretty nasty around here in Minnesota. All right, let's go there for thought number five okay. because the Twins are in a bit of an interesting stretch right now where they got Baltimore in Baltimore, which was JV against the varsity. It just it wasn't a fair fight. Honestly, the referee should have called it after about two rounds, but they allowed it to continue, and the Twins hit 11 home runs and a doubleheader, and then took care of business on Sunday as well. Um, But then they ran into Houston, and that Houston team's pretty good. Did their thing on Monday. Tuesday's game got away from them a little bit. That was one that I felt was kind of a swing game. They potentially could have won that game in Houston. And then the third game of that Astros series, you had Justin Verlander versus Cole Stewart, and it was just, it was over Justin Verlander just owns the Twins, doesn't he? Yeah, and he was great. I mean, he he pitched really well, and he did classic Justin Verlander things like not throwing his biggest fastballs in the first inning, saving those for his final inning. Anyways, the Astros take two or three from a Twins team that I perceive to be pretty good. I know we're all melting down about the bullpen right now, and that's fine. I look at this Twins team, and you mentioned October. It's way too early to call anything like this. But I will say 21 games into the season, Rami, I'm so much more convinced this is a good team than I was in January. I, I thought this was a good team in January, but I, you know, there's still that skepticism. There's yeah. what is Buxton going to be? What's, what was with Rosario's tail off at the end of the season? Are they going to have the pitching? Blah, blah, blah. I was skeptical, and I think justifiably so. But now I look at this club, the way they're playing. Killed Baltimore, played Houston, sort of tough, two out of three. And now they're coming back home. And I'm just going to assume they're going to kill Baltimore all weekend long. This is a good baseball team, and I think we are going to be talking about a postseason race at the least in September. Yeah, there will be meaningful baseball in September. That's that's, thought number five for me. It's a very long thought number five.
0: I'll I'll boil it down for you. Derek's (laughs) thought number five. There will be meaningful baseball in September for Minnesota Twins fans. And really that's... I talked about this a lot in, in Milwaukee, Derek, while we were watching the Brewers sort of try and climb their way into, into being a playoff baseball club and a contending baseball club. Right. And one of the things that David Stearns, the GM down there, always said, he was like, first things first. Let's make sure we're playing meaningful baseball in September. To me, yeah. that's the first step when an organization is trying to move into that next phase when they've they've gone through some years where they struggled, they rebuild, they overhaul the roster. Yeah, meaningful baseball in September is the first big step towards what Twins fans want out of this club. And yeah, I'm with. I mean, I picked them to win the division before the season
1: ever started. Yeah, so you did. obviously, I'm with you. I think it's happening. It's a good. It's happening. It's happening. It's a good point. Uh, Thad Levine two summers ago told me that the Twins. So that was the year they went to the wild card in New York. They did lose it, but they were right there with a very good Yankees team. Uh, And then the Yankees bullpen, they actually chased one of the better starters in the American League, and then the Yankees bullpen just did Yankees bullpen things, and it was over for the Twins. (laughs) But one of the things that Thad Levine told me throughout the course of that summer was, uh, one of the things that stuck with me, I should say, is that he's like, yeah, okay, we lost that game. But one of the metrics that we're going to follow here... This is not like an advanced analytic or anything like that. He's like, how many games are we in it at the end? How many games do we have a legitimate shot? And at first you're like, oh, that's eyewash. Like, that's just what a GM is supposed to say about a bad team, right? Right. I actually kind of get what he's saying in that if you're not in that upper echelon of American League teams, then you're kind of like measuring yourself up against the Astros or up against the Red Sox or the Yankees or the Indians, for that matter. When you're playing a meaningful game with them and you take it into the ninth inning— If you lose by a run, that counts as a loss in the schedule. I'm not a moral victory guy, but Thad Levine might be, and the Twins might be, where they think, okay, yes, but at least we're not the Baltimore Orioles and we're getting boat raced every single night out there. We are in this game till the end, and in in some cases, you're going to beat better baseball teams because that is how baseball works. So look for them to be competitive, but I don't think this is like a 2017 kind of pop-up or fluke where you you look at the end of the year and you're like, ah, yeah, I guess they made the postseason. This is a team that, if they're there, it's one that you probably don't want to face, given the lineup that they have.
0: And, I I mean, there are still questions and concerns about the pitching, especially the bullpen, but you watch this lineup mash the way it mashes, and the pitching doesn't have to be— they don't have to be world beaters by any means, Derek. This team is going to score runs.
1: It's about 60 degrees at first pitch today, something like that. It'll be a little bit chillier— when, uh, when we're hosting a podcast here, Rami, for the American League Championship Series. Absolutely. Like the, the game's hosted at yeah. Target Field. It'll be, it'll be colder in October. No doubt, which is why they should. Let's wrap it up with
0: this. Hashtag put a roof on it. This has been Five Thoughts live from Target Field with Twins reporter Derek Wetmore. Find his thoughts on the Twins at scorenorth.com and get this show and all our Twins programming, including Royce on baseball, the Score North Twins show, Glenn Perkins on baseball. Just search Score North Twins wherever you download podcasts. Go get that Score North app. It's available for Apple and Android, and you win cool stuff by listening to it.
1: Off the top of your head. Off the top of my head. That's pretty good. For Derek Wetmore, no I'm Rami Makhlouf. This has been Five Thoughts, and we'll talk to you next time. Dude, I can't let you finish on that. That mic drop after put a roof on it. I have to shout out Andrew and Tate for stopping us today. Oh, that's right. At that's Target right. Field. Rami, you and I were walking around looking for a place to record our What did our, Andrew our say video. when he saw us? He, he shouted out as, <laughs> as we walked by, hey, put a roof on it. <laughs> It was great. Thanks for saying hi. It was good to see you both. And, uh, yeah,
0: we'll talk to you guys later. We appreciate it, guys. Talk to you next time.